Purple Heart Homes presents Putting the Pieces Back Together, a forum for veterans and the community to connect. Here are your hosts, veterans John Galena and Brad Borders. Hey, welcome to Putting the Pieces Back Together, presented by Purple Heart Homes. We are live with you here on this beautiful Thursday at WSIC News Talk Studios. You know you're not getting any money for saying News Talk Studios, right? I, I do know that. Okay. I just I wanted to put that out there because you I, you keep saying it. But you got to like, do it proper. Justin, <laughs> Justin requires that we do it proper. Is that why I'm not allowed to say it? That's, that is exactly why you're not allowed to say it. <laughs> He said, well, he said, Devin, Devin is cut off from doing the introduction. D- d- is that an official mandate from the radio station? He didn't use the word fired, but he said that oh. our time and day of, of the show would change if you continue to do the introduction. That, that's Hey, there's our friend Rocky. Wow. He's, wow. Com- he's coming to check. He's yeah. coming to check and make sure that the uh, introduction is done correctly. He's he's like the secret agent for Justin. He's is watching right? out. Yeah, I, I thought he was just being like a hall monitor or something. No, no, I can't believe that you would say that about a, about a, <laughs> a such a fine gentleman. Well, uh, speaking of fine gentlemen, we have Chris from K Bar Soap here today. We we have, and you know why he's here. Uh, because uh, we we need another marine, to, you know, to make the show interesting. I, I thought he was bringing soap to uh, clean the crayons off your teeth. Oh wow, wow! Throwing shade already in the first what thirty seconds of the show. That's you know, you're gonna get in trouble. Well, you if you know, keep I've, doing I've that. start I've started a a petition to block moms of marines <laughs> from uh, filing complaints against me. You're already on probation, John. Uh, I think you're you're pushing the envelope a little too much. Hey, I'm keeping it clean. We got K-Bar soap we're talking about today, not crayons. Well, let's get to K-Bar soap before you get yourself in trouble. That's, that's all I'm going to say. Are you it's saying a- bad dad jokes are going to get me in trouble? <laughs> well, well, I mean, it could happen. It you could never, happen. never know. Never let's, know. Let's, let's turn our attention to Chris. I want to I hear this amazing story today. Yes, sir. I'm happy to be here. Well, welcome. What do you all want to know about soap? <laughs> Well, before we get to soap, and uh, don't want to talk about what the Marines drop, but um, let's uh, let's, wow. let's let's first talk about where you're from. Yeah, from Clover, South Carolina. Uh, graduated okay. in '98 and went to the Marine Corps in 2000. Oh, wow. Yep. And and what led you to join join the Corps? Wasn't really on the best path in life. Uh, at a certain point, needed a change. Realized it, and uh, went and signed up and left. Right, just bam, bam. I watched a good friend graduate and saw the difference it made in his life. Went and saw boot camp graduation. Told him he was stupid for joining. Like, why would you do this? And then I went and watched him graduate and um, saw the positive impact three months had in his life and knew I had to do something about mine and join. So that's, that's really what happened. Well, I would tell you, it is really amazing and how such just you hit the nail on the head. Three months can have such a positive impact and change in, in a in a young person's life to be able to really change that path and trajectory absolutely nice. you need something to snap you out of your norm yeah. and uh and removing you from a you know one bad situation and yeah. one one could say another bad situation and but if you take the good yeah <laughs> well uh yeah there, there's both good and bad in the marine corps and that, that's what mm-hmm. really makes it special about really not just the marine corps but but any branch i mean mm-hmm. the good and the bad that comes with that that time and service absolutely yeah. We got a really special guest where uh, we we had a pre call with today and and it was uh, it was kind of funny he he was he's another marine and mm-hmm. he was not too happy with my uh, marine joke antics. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, John might have gotten uh, in trouble with uh, 37th Commandant of the Marine Corps, General I mean, Naylor. I've never been knife hand through the Zoom link. It was like I felt it on my chest coming through the link. It was great. It was uh, really great. It really was. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, the Commandant, uh, uh, Chris, is there, are there any particular leaders that uh, you can remember that stick out in your mind that had an impact on your life? Absolutely. Um, unfortunately, one that uh, that did not make it home from Iraq. You always pick one in the Marine Corps that you emulate. Um, there's always that one person that you strive to be like, and he was my um, NCO whenever I first made it to the fleet, showed me the way, took me under his wing, um, had more respect for him than, uh, than most. And um, his name was Corporal, well, Sergeant Rios, whenever he passed. But um, that's the one. Uniform is always, you know, on point um, in the field. He was an outstanding field Marine. He led by example. Um, he had every quality and, uh, that I strived to obtain one day in my Marine Corps career. So I think that's what led to my success was trying to be like him. You know, I think it's so important, you know, something you said there about his his uniform always being on point and, you know, and then how that translates to field leadership, right? And yes. so, you know, you think about the little things matter, right? And doing the little things, setting the, the example as a leader matters in future uh, work and leadership, right, when you're actually yes. doing the job. And, and that's that's so true. All, all those that, you know, I looked up to in a service uh, really felt the same way, and that's that's really great. What did you do in the Marine Corps? I was a 1371, so I was a combat engineer with 1st Marine Division. So I tell people I blew stuff up in shotguns. Like, uh, <laughs> that's pretty much what it is. But, you know, um, mobility, counter-mobility, landmine warfare, stuff like that. Um, Micklicks and a lot of big explosions. So. <laughs> That's really that's really great stuff. Mm -hmm. And how long how long were you in the service in total? I did four years. Uh, So I did two thousand and two thousand four. Okay. Um. Then had had enough and got out. And I imagine in that time you did a float. Did you do a Met float? I did not. So uh, we went to Egypt. Did Operation Bright Star with the you know the combined um, arms effects with it was a hundred and some odd countries. I can't remember. Um, and that was right when ultimatum was given. We started bombing. Iraq after 9-11 stuff happened and then we came back and then went to Iraq so um, never did a med float never did any kind of float um, because of time was spent in Iraq oh yeah outside of that so yeah, that was a particularly interesting time to be in uh, I was I was in during the exact same time period we were just having yeah. this conversation earlier today oh nice and what was your MOS what did you do in the service I was a 1345 okay I actually signed up to be a 1371 I thought a, I thought a 1345 was what you got written up on when you got in trouble <laughs> <laughs> not a form 1345 maybe not maybe not yeah, page thirteen forty five. <laughs> Gosh, I, I I hope I don't have one of those. That's, uh, sounds got, a lot worse I've, than I a page eleven. I think I've got one. I think that's what they call that. Uh, a thirteen forty five. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, so wow. many, so many to remember. So many to remember. Oh yes. man. Now were y'all in the same division while you were in? We, the same we were time? not. No. Okay. But we figured out we were in the same time, just on opposite coasts. From discussions oh, wow. earlier. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, that's um, really cool. It, the Marine Corps is really just a small world yeah. because, uh, I mean, it is the smallest branch of, of the military. A lot of folks don't realize that because Marines are so vocal. You know, it's, uh, uh, how do you know if somebody's a Marine? Uh, don't worry, they'll tell you. Yes. <laughs> Give them a second, they'll tell you. I don't think I've ever heard a Marine say that they're the smallest branch. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, right. I don't, I don't think that's. But that's you've heard us say we're the best, though, right? Uh, like, absolutely, I mean, absolutely. Okay, they yeah. are definitely the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. You so, know, I think the reason moms of Marines have been calling is because they like y'all's uniforms so much. Well, that's true. I mean, uh, and that's it, the number one thing you hear from from people yeah. is like the Marines have the best looking dress uniform. Hundred percent. You can't argue with that. Yeah. Oh no, no, you can't. No. Can you still fit in your your dress uniform, uh, there, Chris? Funny story. I had to buy an entire new setup because my mom had never seen me wear my blues and my sergeant stripes. So I literally two years ago went and bought an entire new setup just so I could fit into it. I was 155 pounds in the Marine Corps. Wow. I'm a, I'm a, a uh, solid 225, 230 now. So <laughs> there's no way that blouse is going to be let out, you know, to fit. Yeah, I well, do understand that. We will be back here in a few moments. and We're going to hear more uh, from Chris about uh, his return and reintegration and how he came to start uh, K-Bar Soap. You've been listening to Putting the Pieces Back Together on WSIC News Talk Now. Welcome back to Putting the Pieces Back Together, presented by Purple Heart Homes. And you are listening to us live here with Chris from K-Bar Soap Company as we are at the studios, the WSIC News Talk Now studios. And and I got to say, Devin, as before we go back to Chris here, uh, I'm a little jealous. Brad Borders is apparently listening while he's on his uh, secret mission down in Texas. And in the process, he says you get $18 for closing out the last uh, section of the show. And well, uh, obviously, you know. uh, I didn't get nothing. Well, you know, John, it's it's really about negotiating your contract. Oh, is and, that right? Uh, I, I'm sorry that uh, that that uh, you you didn't uh, do that properly. But I, I didn't uh, negotiate my contract correctly. Huh? You need to talk to your manager. Yeah. I'm not who sh- sure who that is, but uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Whose name's on the top of that contract? Oh, uh, well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Chris, back to you. <laughs> yeah, we got things to talk. Soap. Yes, so, so tell us, how did you decide to start a soap company? Uh, long and short of it is, I wanted to do, I've tried a bunch of different things over the years that never really panned out. So um, I wanted to start, beer's big, beer was getting big. I wanted to start a place, you know, in Lake oh, Wiley. Yeah. I realized I wasn't... Um, I wasn't rich enough to do that, so I got a little dejected and said, uh, Googled how to start a business with no money. <laughs> start a soap business was uh, sixth on the list, and no there kidding. was nobody that made an all-natural variant of soap that appealed to, for lack of a better term, like alpha men. It was mostly geared towards the hipsters and everything. Um, so I was figuring, what kind of shape can I make it to appeal to men to get them to want to use something good for them? Uh, created grenade molds and then just went from there, and then it just... Uh, kind of snowballed and came to life. That's amazing. And now, now, how long have you been doing this? Since 2016. You, said, you did just say that, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. But I think that was on, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 2016. Yes, I actually sir. have had per, had been given your soap as a gift previous mm-hmm. to uh, to hearing about you um, locally. So you, mm-hmm. you've, uh, you've, you've been doing this, and it's been pretty successful. Um, where do you think, uh, where does most of your sales come from? And it's all over. I mean, a huge, huge veteran um, customer base for sure, and the women that buy for veterans because it's a, it's a good, it's a good gift option for the man that has everything. Because once you reach a certain point, you know, if you want something, you get it. And uh, 
you may not realize you actually need a grenade bar soap to receive when it's a gift. So. <laughs> yeah, then I you gotta realize say, you need it. They are pretty dang cool. Yeah, and it's good for your skin. It's the whole thing. Nothing synthetic in it. So that's the whole shtick is, is men are visual in nature. Give them something visually appealing to at least want to have a conversation. Have a conversation about the harmful chemicals in body wash and store-bought soaps, detergent, and everything. Um, and then it at least gets them to want to try to use something that's a little bit better for their skin. And so uh, if somebody wanted to purchase your soap, what would be the easiest way for them to do that? Online at kbarsoapco.com. And, uh, kbarsoapco.com. That's now, it. I, I can't figure out the combination to this little uh, uh, paper, this bag over here. If you were watching on Facebook, so you could see you me sa- struggle are you saying this that you, you got it now. Are you saying that you're not used to uh, using soap, or it's the problem you have fumbling hand grenades? I'm not, I'm not sure which one you're talking about here. Oh gosh! Uh, do you know I, how to, pull, you know how to you, pull the pin? I, I, you know, I disposed of an entire case of hand grenades yeah. once. Did uh, you milk them? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I did he not. He still has milk all his fingers. <laughs> I, yeah, all my fingers are, are fine. I, I was attempting to, and I got yelled at, so we didn't we didn't do that. But uh, if y'all want to to see what this looks like, you you, you got a uh, the the grenade right here. Yes. Check it out on Facebook, uh, or uh, just go directly to the website. You can. Yeah, yeah. On Instagrams great. and everything, I still answer all the messages there myself. So if you message the the business, it's uh it's me. You email so, the company, it's me. So do you have other veterans that are a part of uh, Cape Bar Soap uh, Company with you, or that work in the company? How does it's still just me? I okay. look to expand. I'm still operating, you know, 100 out of my house now. I've converted my garage from where I used to work on race cars to uh, it looks like a stainless steel kitchen now. It's a commercial kitchen in my garage, and then. My bonus room is my pack out, so I've really next step is to get out, and then I want to hire veterans. Want to? That's that's my whole goal is to uh, continue to grow to that point. That that is great. And where's the soap made at? Are you making that in your garage? I too? do make it all in okay. the garage. So you do the the molding, the soap mix, the all of it, the packaging. Yes. Which I got to say, the packaging is really cool too. By it itself. is. Yep. I get help from my family to package. My son does. Uh, shout out to him. My wife does it. My wife will package orders if I'm out. Um, uh, so the kiddos help, and then uh, so it's really a family-run business. <laughs> uh, I honestly got to say, uh, the packaging is probably one of my favorite parts. I mean, it, it every, everything reminiscent of uh, the Marine Corps is right there. I'm, I'm actually just military in general. I mean, so so y'all had this conversation a couple weeks ago when I went on the show about a poncho liner and a whoopie. <laughs> so uh, it, what is a K bar? Is it soap or is it? So uh, a, a rifle, what it was K bar, that? Where does that name come from? It's a knife. <laughs> it is knife accessory to a browning yeah, assault rifle. Yes. Oh, okay. uh, so yeah, it's is that kind of like special to the Marine Corps? It, it is. It is a little special. It is. We always carried a K bar. Like that's what I, we always had. So that was the play on the word it's of of the company was to drop the A and then just do the K. Bar soap company. Oh. Well, we're gonna we're yeah. gonna take a call. We got a caller on the line real quick. Oh, we we're gonna see who we got calling in here. Hello, caller. You are listening to Putting the Pieces Back Together. Why, thank you. And you mentioned the Whoopi because I was going to call and make another joke and say, well, heck, man, after this guy's product, then that Whoopi's going to be even more comfy to feel. Right? <laughs> That's right. That's okay. Right. Okay. But here's something that we really got to make clear about the Whoopi. If it was made by blind people, that is a beautiful thing because it feels so good because they go by feel their feel is extra sensory and on the in the on the back end of that it's the blind helping the the seeing see 
It's a, it's a blind leading the seeing, and they made it so that you could weather storms and stuff, and they can't see a thing, but they know what feel is. You know what I'm saying? Just Boy, that, that is beautiful. That, that's absolutely true. And yeah. it, it is, it, I, I'm sure Chris would tell you, just like uh, any other Marine, they love their poncho liner. Chris, 100%. Like, I bought a couple throughout right. the years, and I still use them. Like, it's the most comfortable thing. Huh. Warm, cold. And, I, I don't know. And the fact that it was made by uh, by by folks with uh, visual impairment um, who who were able to use uh, their senses to create something so wonderful that helps our servicemen is just makes it even more amazing. Yeah, thanks so much for uh, calling in and sharing sharing that with us. We we really appreciate no, you listening to the show. And and now if you use this guy's soap, it ought to be a super winner now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Merry Agreed. Christmas, everybody. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. You know, it's uh, it's really interesting as we bring this conversation of uh, the Wooby back up. Uh, so tell me, have you ever actually used your Wooby to line your poncho and wear the poncho and the poncho liner at the same time? Absolutely not. Well, there you go. That's why it's not a poncho <laughs> liner. But that's that, when you're issued it, it's on, on the line item from the SIF. It is liner comma poncho. So are you saying the military is always right? Uh, no, I'm saying most of the time they're wrong. Well, oh, okay, okay. So there, there again, <laughs> but, that proves my point, right? Okay. What we're saying is there's consistent consistency in mislabeling everything yes. by the military. There you go. And oh, okay. uh, <laughs> there, that's a better way of putting it. Yeah, just like that K bar. Uh, nobody carries a Browning assault rifle anymore, but uh, we still got the knife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's really that's really cool. So so tell says you know what's a what's a Good story, a funny story, uh, something that's impacted you as you've went on this journey with uh, K Bar Soap Company. I'm learning how to start something from nothing. Was uh, I don't know if that's funny or not, but that was the most the most challenging thing because everybody wants to do something on their own, and you realize it's a little more work to it than it is just uh, going to a nine to five. Right? You, there's no time off um, with it, so I don't know if it's funny. But that's been my challenge with it all <laughs> because it's I've met a lot of great people throughout this thing. It's it's allowed me to um, to be here. Uh, it's allowed me to, you know, meet y'all's organization. It's allowed me to meet a lot of other nonprofits that do good things. So um, I'm thankful for all that. So not a lot of funny with the business. It's been mostly business, <laughs> just to be honest. <laughs> mostly stressful, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, I think that's a challenge. Anytime you're starting mm-hmm. a new business, is the stress in it, and uh, um, I'm sure that uh, not being able to go and ask your boss for a day off when the orders are coming in is yeah. uh, that can be rough. But uh, we we'll also see you got all these really cool logos and things. And if uh, y'all mm-hmm. haven't seen. Uh, We've got a little little grenade figure thing, and here, here's uh, your your logo in general's really neat to see. Who designed those for you? So, I had another Marine. So it's Olive Drab Project that designed Boomer. Um, so he's a very artistic kind of cat, and uh, so Boomer is the overall mascot. And then the other logos, gosh, I might have that. I don't know when that was. The ditch the bar grabbed the grenade one was 2016. So. I can't yeah. even remember. But it. you've yeah. got like a, uh, you got a, 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 what do you call it, the koozie that you. Yes, you know, tactical koozie, tactical and then koozie. got patches with boomer on it. Got try to do everything to kind of support you the. You got a, a beanie, a, a like a, a yeah. toboggan or boomer beanie. Yeah. So I'm not trying to be an apparel company, but I've got you know a lot of loyal customers. I, that I don't know, want. man. Your your apparel's pretty dang cool. I, I uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, if y'all are looking for last-minute Christmas gifts for a guy uh, or, or even a gal that uh, just enjoys smell-good soap, uh, I, I would say K-Bar, that's, that's a great place to go. I'm gonna tell you, it really is. I'm uh, very impressed, and uh, you know, like I said, I I love having the product there at Purple Heart Homes, and you know, I think maybe every shower we put in uh, for for a veteran going forward, we're gonna make sure there's a bar of K bar soap in the uh, I can in the shower. Help with that. I, I just realized uh, my, uh, my my mom bought me your your beard oil for me last Christmas. Did she? <laughs> <laughs> that looks familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's awesome. Well, hey, we're uh, getting ready to go into a break. Chris, we thank you so much for being here. You've been listening to Putting the Pieces Back Together, uh, presented by Purple Heart Homes on WSIC News Talk Now. All right, welcome back to Putting the Pieces Back Together, presented by Purple Heart Homes. Uh, you are listening to us live. We got special guest uh, Chris here in the studio with us from Cape Bar Soap Company. And uh, Chris, we're just thrilled to have you with us. Been telling Absolutely. some great stories and really appreciate you. And you know, Devin, I got to say, man, your your listenership is up today for some reason. Oh uh, yeah, it well, must be Chris. It's it, definitely not us. It's, it's got to be Chris. It's definitely Chris. I mean, yeah. uh, he, he's just an amazing guy, and he's he's running a, a fantastic company here and. If you have not smelt these soaps, oh my gosh, uh, the Firewatch here is is just been freaking fantastic. Uh, that's a. I'm I'm getting a report that something's wrong with my mic. Something's wrong with your mic. It sounds like it in my headset too. Oh no. Oh. Yeah. Nope. All right. We'll we'll keep going. We'll keep, keep working on it. Keep working on it then. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, think- what did y'all do to my mic while I was gone? Well, uh, you know, if you wouldn't leave, maybe you wouldn't get sabotaged. I'm just saying. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> I see. I see. I see how y'all are. Oh, there you go. Joel's listening. He said the mic's fine. Yep. We can, we can hear you now. So that's right. great. I'm, I'm glad. We don't want people not to be able to hear me making fun of the Marines, especially all those moms out there. Moms that are listening to Marines because they love their uniforms. I just don't understand it. I mean, I, I, I mean put a, put an Army soldier in a Marine uniform, he'd be just as good. Oh, uh, not, not if they weren't born on an island or in San Diego. They're you know, that's you right. know what? I've heard I've heard something about Marines and islands. Let me think about this. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. You know the difference in the Marines and the Army. What is um, that? We, we make it look good. I don't. Yeah. I don't. The, the Marines take islands. The Army takes continents. Oh, fair enough. I get it. We weren't there at D-Day. So give us a break. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. You, you one claim to fame. It's fine. Yep. Like, that's great. Fine. That's great. Oh, my so we, we've covered a lot of ground with you here, Chris, and, uh, you know, your service and your the company that you've started, K-Bar Soap Company, and where folks can buy the product and how the product's made and all that stuff and the apparel. But tell us, uh, you know, as we start to wind things down with you, tell us a little bit about what your reintegration process was like. What were some of the challenges um, and struggles you faced? They did not do much uh, decompression for us since we were like the first wave of, of combat in Iraq. So they it really didn't spend a lot of time trying to reintegrate us into society. We showed back up to Pendleton and they give us our week off. It was nothing. Um, our families were there and we left. We got immediate libo. So not a lot of time was spent making sure that we were um, mentally okay. So it took years after that of trying to figure out, man, why am I angry all the time? What's going on here? Like, why? And then, you know, got married. My wife was, uh, you know, 
you got some problems you need to go talk to somebody. I'm like, no, nah, I'm yeah. fine. Like, I'm good. Like, I don't need that help. It's weakness, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I resisted it for a long time. And then once you realize you have a problem and it's been basically skyline to yourself, you can start working on it. And that really helped me is just trying to find the positivity in life rather than always focusing on the negative, even though it's easy to go down that path again. But talking to people, went through the VA, went to private people to talk, uh, private psychiatrists just to get back, you know, some level of, of working through the trauma and the, you know, part of combat that nobody wants to talk about, right, because mm-hmm. um, the unseen wounds. But um, my brothers helped me a lot, met a lot of great people throughout it and keep in touch with them, and it really helps the day-to-day. You know, I, I will say on, on a very serious note, I, I absolutely love Marines um, and, and no no joke in that whatsoever. We as Purple Heart Homes have actually served about 50% of all the veterans we've served have been Marines. Really? Yeah. And they, they really are the tip of the spear and, and do such an amazing job. And the combat burden that they've carried over the really the last 20, 20 plus years is extraordinary for the, for the few that they are. And, and what has been done in the number of combat cycles and tours that they've went in. And so, uh, you know, hats off to you guys. It's, it's fantastic. And we, we appreciate you and we're thankful for y'all's service. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it, it is really special being part of uh, such a small fraternity of, of mm-hmm. brothers. Um, uh, you, you mentioned that you, you stay in contact with uh, your brothers and uh, uh, mm-hmm. from, from the Marine Corps and, and that y'all have reunions and such. Uh, what's it yes. like when y'all get back together? It's we still think we're 19 years old. And that's just <laughs> not it, right? Like that's definitely not the case. Um, because we want to be who we were back then and party like we want to party and stuff. And then when you realize that, like, hey, your mind may be there, but your body is not there. Uh, so you learn that the hard way. Um, but we, it's it's interesting seeing the the you know guys that you started with, and now they have families, they're married, have kids, grown kids now. You know, at this point, so it's a. Uh, I don't know. That's the legacy that we leave is the relationships that we have. And if our kids meet, you know, then I don't know. That's been one of my goals. That, that's absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm. Now, so do you, would you have – what advice would you give to, to someone who's coming out of the military, whether that's the Marines or the Army or whatever branch, that's mm-hmm. just trying to reintegrate into society? Um, oh, man. Huh. That's a lot, to, a lot to unwrap. But just if to take chances um, – don't always pick the safe route because the safe route to me, it held me up a long time. I spent a lot of my time working for somebody else thinking that that's what I had to do. Um, you know, take risks young while you're still able to bounce back from them. You don't be scared to, to take a leap and start a business, do whatever it may be. Um, don't feel like you need to get into the day-to-day rut because that'll really, that makes, that exacerbates the problems that you have if you're, if you're not happy with your situation. So, do the best to make yourself happy with your situation. You know, and I, I would just add to that, not to uh, insulate yourself away from mm-hmm. those that care and are willing to support. In particular, you know, what I, where I found a lot of uh, both inspiration and, and mentoring was in that older generation, right? That had, mm-hmm. had really, you know, worked through it for, for many years prior to even myself even deploying. And then uh, coming home and, and finding those, in particular, one uh, Vietnam veteran, uh, Dan Okanowski, you know, has been a, a huge support as a mentor and, and just helping us with Purple Heart Homes and grow the organization. And, you know, he come home from Vietnam and, you know, went right into work. 
and spent yeah. years and years trying to figure it out and, and did some great things in, in life and then worked for a number of other corporations and, and uh, then being able to come alongside of us and support us and mentor us and help us to be able to grow and, and really be able to fulfill a dream to help vets and fill a gap, right? Just be that problem yes. solver that we were taught to be and trained to be and, you know, employ that leadership uh, skill set that we were taught, you know, in the military. And mm -hmm. so it's, it's really fantastic. I think a lot of folks miss that, right, on the employment side. They do. They, they don't know how to engage or how to talk with veterans and, you know, really, it's it's not necessarily talking about the combat experiences, right? But it's yep. providing them that safe space so that they can ultimately, you know, kind of come out of that shell and start to uh, bring some of that skill set and training to bear in the community. Yeah, uh, really and the biggest great. thing is just remember that not everybody went to boot camp once you get out. You can't treat <laughs> everybody like they've been to boot camp, like they've been in the service, right? Like you, like they got to deal with some things with you. You're gonna have to deal with some things from them. Yeah, that's, that's so true. So true. And, and you know, and I, I'll say, too, uh, not all boot camps are created equal either, right? 100%. They, they I fully agree with that. Yeah. I'm just thankful I didn't have to stand on uh, two yellow footprints. <laughs> it's still a thing with Marines, whether you're West Coast or Paris Island. I, I believe to be a real Marine, you got to be born on an island, but then, uh, you know. But then there's the Hollywood Marines. There's the Hollywood, the Hollywood Marines, and I always Marines. want to argue with that. Did, uh, did y'all get sunglasses? I, I was always told y'all were issued sunglasses, and I just want you to go on the record right now. Let, for Hollywood? Yeah, for y'all were Hollywood Marines. No. Did you get sunglasses issued I, to you? Oh, you're asking the viewers? I'm Paris Island Marine. Oh, you're Paris, you, oh that's yeah, right. You were yeah, Paris yeah, Island yeah, Marine. South that's Carolina. Right. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, so the question will go unanswered. Oh, yes. man. We're but, yes, to... they did. And they went to baseball games, too. So, that's true. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> but they had hills, so whatever. You know, I'm digging this. I, I think I have stirred up the Marines long enough that they're now ready to fight each other, and I can just step out of the way. We'll, we'll fight I... over boot camp. <laughs> we'll fight over boot camp. <laughs> Pretty much anything, but. Yeah, that, that's the thing with the Marines. If you leave them uh, uh, long enough, then uh, th then they'll find yeah. something to fight each other about if they can't fight an enemy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. you get <laughs> well, you know, um, I, I'm 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 having to start making my way back out. I know we're getting ready to cut to a break, and so I yeah. got to go back to my little hiding spot here. Hiding and, spot. Well, you know, I'm, there's just something going on that I'm I'm a little nervous about today, and so I so I've got the costume on a little incognito here, and and just keep it on the down low. Don't let anybody know. But, uh, you know you're on the radio right now. Oh, I thought we'd already cut cut to break. Hey, uh, you've been listening to Putting the Pieces Back Together, presented by Purple Heart Homes. Uh, we'll be right right after this break, or at least I will. <laughs> Welcome back to Putting the Pieces Back Together. If uh, you were not uh, listening live on Facebook, um, maybe now's the time for me to announce that this may be my last show. It appears that uh, the sheriff's John, office has uh, showed I up to uh, issue a warrant for... Listen to me. For, from a, a complaint that was filed on me from... The Marine Corps Mothers Alliance. For mean talking to Marine Corps <laughs> So, and not only that, John, I'm going to tell you. Now, I listen. knew they were soft. Hey, listen. Wow. And they, and they did this is not, what got you in trouble. They did not like the island and continent joke. 
Oh, oh, they heard that, huh? Yeah, they heard it. So, and what they didn't hear, we told them. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Galena, let, I, let I me go ahead and say this, sir. Oh, yeah, we were. Yeah, Mr. Galena, let me go ahead and say this, sir. You have the right to remain silent. And I would do it. <laughs> well, I, I was I was told if you put a string on this bar of soap, the pin might pull when you drop it. So I'm kind of scared. I wouldn't drop it. Just don't drop it. Sir, sir, do y'all make powdered soap? Because Mr. Galena may be more comfortable with that in the detention center. Maybe able to look into it okay. just for That's him. That's a new market. The special cases. Yeah, it's, it's a new market for you. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, while I was coming over, you know, we had to, to round you up, and then we heard Devin needed some help with your show stats. So well, we, we I mean, we'd I, come over. I, well, I don't know if it really helps if if you're on the show. If I'm trying to beat you, I don't I don't know if that works right. That's uh, that's uh, what, I, what I don't I'm, know that. 3D what I'm math most or... concerned about is the fact that Chap lied to us. Chap, yeah, he he said he was on a special mission and he was going south to the border. Now I understand he's fleeing arrest. <laughs> he is a, he is evading. So he we is need to get extra. Is that what you're saying, Sheriff? Can we contact the Marshal Service and Homeland Security? Go ahead and shut that border down. Yeah, we can lock it down. Why are you singing like What's a canary it? over here? What's hey, going on? Hey, if I'm on? going wow. down, everybody's going down. John he heard Snitch Galena. That's all. Let me. Here's a why I say it. Snitches get uh, snitches get <laughs> stitches. Or <laughs> <laughs> found in ditches. <laughs> oh my gosh. Too so, funny. So, hey, we're honored. We're honored, well, for one, to find you here because you're a hard man to track down. Mm -hmm. Devin, come give you a hard time. Hey, I appreciate it. And anytime man. we can, hey, we can come on with the veterans serving our country. We can't say enough. Thank you so much for that. Absolutely. And, you know, I wish we could have found some of our Marines today because we've got a bunch of them and we got some big ones. They yeah. would have loved to come over here and take part of <laughs> <in> that. <laughs> I've heard you got some uh, superstar wrestlers, too. I do. I do. Yeah. yeah. You're just getting them, getting them all. He actually had a guy the other day he had to arrest. Now, listen, I, I don't know if the other guy was in service. I don't think so. But no, sir. But he was Chad a is about 6'4", WWE wrestler. He actually arrested a guy that's about five inches taller than him. What? And he pulled. Yeah, he had to deploy a taser. Gentleness. This Privilege. individual was able to remove that taser after about three deployments and with no hardly any reaction. So. Wow. Mm. So, so, so tell us a little bit. You, you've got quite a few uh, veterans that are that are on the force with you. We do. T tell we us do. a little bit about that. Yeah. You know, I've always had a, a, a good spot. For one, in law enforcement, we have a lot of the, the military, you know, the rank structure, the way we, the, the keeping the gig lines looking good, understanding. Absolutely. And not only that, you have to go into dangerous situations, and they know they can have to do it at any time. So we wanted to point an emphasis on that. So I have really tried to recruit veterans to hire, even with some pay incentives, that we're slowly getting there, and it's a little bit more just because I think if you have an honorable discharge after four years, you deserve that little bit because it helps me. They're some of the best employees, and I've got good employees. But coming in, they understand what sergeant, captain, they understand, them, they understand look good, have your weapons ready. They're proficient with weapons. They're, they're proficient with being able to protect themselves and save others. But the biggest thing is respect and the commitment they made. That I know if they made that to the country for everybody, that they're going to make it to the citizens of this county. So that's you know, one reason we've really tried to do that. One thing that I've, I've said to, to you multiple times and and i hope that uh, many of those that are that are in the sheriff's office and are listening uh, i know the ratings have went up since y'all stepped in the room <laughs> see what i take you there you go see outstanding but what i will say is you know that that piece about respect it, it really goes both ways and and this idea of of culture and leadership culture and and what has been developed in the Iredell county sheriff's office 
culturally is is just like in the military. When you pass by somebody in the military, you give the you give the greeting of the day, right? Yes. And and in the Absolutely. process, no matter where I see a deputy, no matter where I see any employee of the Iowa County Sheriff's Office, if I speak to them, they respond back in kind and give a greeting. And that is so meaningful. And so often I go to other communities and I can I can wave, I can speak, I can say hello. And it's uh, 10 and 2 and they're they're focused on what they're doing and policing that is rather serving true. and protecting. And I Absolutely. think there's a, an idea yeah. that's different. And that's what I see in y'all's department and, and unit. And I really appreciate that as a citizen. Well, and I appreciate, you know, it's something we go down and you know, they, they'll call me sheriff. I say, dare. But I appreciate it. Always very rank oriented, very yes, sir, no, sir, yes, mm-hmm. ma'am, no, ma'am. To me, and I can see them. And when you see those gig lines, y'all know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Looking straight, oh, yeah. looking professional. Because yes. a lot of agencies, and, and I'm, I'm not critiquing what they do, but mm-hmm. the uh, external vest, the ball hats, I'm not. I'm, I'm a class A. I think you need to have respect for your profession, just like the military. Marines, I'll give y'all everything. Y'all have got it going on when it comes to the dress blues, so I'll give you that. Yeah, well, John, y'all, got, y'all take continents, so you can't get on <laughs> <laughs> But I want to well, say, we John. Are, we are dirty most of the time. <laughs> well, there you, hey, And I want to say, you know, uh, Rest his soul, Dale. You know, I remember when you and Dale, I knew him for a long time. I yep. knew you for a long time. You've always been supportive of the sheriff's office. Uh, Brad, you know, was right. we have a lot of things sort of, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sort of a double edge. i got the guys coming out, and I've got a lot of combat veterans that work with us, and they serve on our tactical team. But then they get involved in a situation. Now you're going from what you've seen there to a little bit of law enforcement training right back into the streets. Yep. So the service that y'all have always, and just like this listening show, a lot of our guys listen. You know, I don't get a chance to tell you that a lot, but it means a lot to them because we do have so many veterans that work for us. And, and Sheriff, if, if I can, John, in, in listening to you gentlemen speak prior to <laughs> arresting John, um, talk about reintegrating into society. You, you, you guys are doing a great service for the military veterans because y'all have tore that that old mess off of boy just suck it up just suck it up don't talk about it don't talk about it absolutely the sheriff and i many years ago uh you know back in the old day and, and he, he'll agree we had the same thing in law mm-hmm. enforcement well guys that's why law enforcement has a divorce that's why we have suicide that's why we have alcoholism that's, right. that's why we have people dropping out of the profession and, and retiring and then dying two you know six eight months later it's it's not the same but it is kind of parallel between law enforcement and military and what you see, what you do, what you have to deal with day in and day out. And you guys at Purple Heart Homes and Brad with with, with, with his ministry and, and his programs uh, offering to combat veterans and law enforcement and other first responders, doing a great service for the community and lo- the law enforcement community. And I and think Chris summed it up when we're standing in the corner here. Sorry, while we was barging in the door, I should have banged on. But either way. <laughs> It was absolutely, in our time coming up, it was a, it was a sign of weakness if you said anything. You yeah, couldn't talk absolutely. about it. Absolutely, it is. You know, Bill and I went to a case, and it's affected a lot. Out of, I think, five officers there, it was a murder of a three- and a five-year-old, I believe. Uh, there's not one officer left that's still there other than us. Mm-hmm. And we did, we wasn't the initial respondent, but have to have mm-hmm. those discussions, have these roundtables, talk about what we're facing, because it's no longer, you can't just depend on, hey, you're weak if you send them, because they'll never last through their years of service. Yeah. I mean, they've got 30 years. 30 years is a long time. One of the things they teach you in the integration stuff, like getting back into society, was like like you're safe here, like for us. So coming back from a combat situation overseas, they're like, well, you're generally safe here. So one of the things I've always been, I've got a lot of brothers that end up being in law enforcement um, all the way through because it's a natural progression from the Marine Corps, right? Shoot guns, yep. know how to handle bad situations, as you said. But I've always wondered how, Law enforcement deals with that because that's one of the way, tools they put in our toolbox that we're safe here. But yeah. they see the bad. 
So that's where I feel like that would be a struggle for me, you know, mm -hmm. to, to understand that. That's a great question, and we, we do have some issues to cope with that, mm -hmm. but I think we've really tried to spend – well, I'll tell you what I think's really helped a lot. Versus mm -hmm. appearing week is we – tonight, for example, we're going to do an awards banquet for our family auxiliary and to praise the work that the officers have done and to keep yes. that spousal support group. Because, you know, a happy deputy means happy wife and happy family. Same thing yes. as a soldier and a Marine and Army. You know, mm -hmm. we've got to take care of everything around it because if they're not happy, nothing else will work. Absolutely. Nothing else will work. All right, we have a uh, caller on the line here. I believe this is my uh, call for help. Let's see, uh, caller. Uh, bond money? Oh is gosh. that help or bond? Caller, are you, are you available? You're listening to putting the pieces back together. So it's me again. Let's just break oh. this down really easy. To be a soldier or a police officer, because I've felt this in my own battles in life, it seems that you have to reconcile living like or leaning into and solving living like a walking dead person who's trying to be a working stiff while slowly being murdered. I've worked through all three of those and I've worked out my reintegration feeling about it. And that is find a way to love it. And if I find a way to love it, I get through anything now. Wise words, wise words. Yep, absolutely. We, we appreciate you. you I, I was, uh, I was thinking you were maybe calling in to give me some bail money. That, <laughs> you know, we should have had somebody from the jail call. Yeah, we can go ahead and give you a number out of there. They're gonna know you. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's true. Right. You can. Uh, that's all right. We, I know some bail bondsmen. You'll, you'll get a right. different number once you get processed in. Oh, okay. and if you're in jail, I can oh. tell you what you're having for supper can or take, dinner, can I whatever. Take some K bar soap with me. <laughs> yeah, you better get a string on it first. <laughs> hey, and you're gonna have tonight. You'll have ham and swirl bread. That's what we do. We do cold at night. So ham and oh. swirl bread. I call that it sounds... swirl bread. Just it's just the color of the bread. But it's, I mean, you'll like it after being there so long. Oh, okay. And commissary. Actually, doesn't sound too bad. Well. It looks like uh, we're going to have to close out the show here. On uh, Sunday. Stay tuned for next week to find out if uh, John Galena has made bail. Uh, we've got a great uh, show coming for you with Jim Lawton, uh, a Vietnam helicopter pilot. So tune in. Uh, putting the pieces back together. Uh, we'll see you next week. You've been listening to Putting the Pieces Back Together, brought to you by Purple Heart Homes. Please consider making a donation to this worthwhile cause dedicated to improving the lives of veterans one home at a time by visiting purpleheartholmesusa.org. Join us again next Thursday at 3 p.m. for Putting the Pieces Back Together on WSIC News Talk Now.